Okay, I'm here with Sakai Kortatsi. Sakae. Sakae. Who named you? My dad. And uh, who are you to me? I am your mom. Alright, now last month you went to Bolivia. I want to hear more about Bolivia. Okay. Go. Go? Yeah, just. I already went. I know, but. <laughs> you gotta talk to us about what you did and tell us your favorite part. I went to Bolivia because I love ethnicity. I like original ethnic groups. And that's exactly what you can find in Bolivia. What part of Bolivia? So I started with beautiful La Paz. La Paz is unique because it's the second tallest city in all the Americas. The first one is Potosí, mm -hmm. and the second one is La Paz. So uh, we went there. I went there with my sister. Who and lives in Bolivia. Who lives in Bolivia, in Santa Cruz. And we just took a big tour around the entire country. But La Paz is strikingly beautiful because of the three hugest mountains. They're right there. Everywhere you turn your eyes, you can go around in a circle, you will see the three peaks. Do you know what they're called? The tallest one is called Ilimani, but in reality, um, I don't know the name of the other two. So it's so beautiful, I even made a painting out of it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So how far was La Paz from Santa Cruz? If you go by bus, it's 16 hours. If you take the plane... It's one hour because Santa Cruz is the Amazons, or it used to be because now it doesn't look like the Amazons cut. They cut all the trees. When was the first time you went to Bolivia? Oh, it was like probably 12 or 15 years ago, but it was full of trees. You could see monkeys. You, you never went in, in the In Santa 90s? Cruz, Santa Cruz. When I went to Santa Cruz, this is the second time I'm, I'm going there. But you never went when, uh, before I was born? No. When did Lily move there? Lily moved there when she was 19 years old, when she got married to a Bolivian. Right, but so from her, she was 19, you, you went there 12, in 2008, let's say. Yeah, I don't remember exactly when I went, but anyway, Lily, my sister, has been there since she was 19 years old. And they cut the forest down in the last 12 years, or was that before... Oh, they have been cutting the forest always, but the city of Santa Cruz was full of trees, and now it's not. It's just more dry. To the point that they had monkeys in their property, different sizes, different varieties, and they had sloths. Now they don't, because all wildlife has disappeared. Why is that? Too much buildings, too much building. Even her property? Even around her property, and her property remains the same, but all around, all over, so I don't know what happened to the animals, but they disappeared. So, in the last 12 years since you went, how much development actually did happen that you saw? Enormous amounts, because now when I got to La Paz, La Paz is, the airport is on the top of the mountains, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now, you can take a teleferico. How do you call it a teleferico? A uh, tram. A tram all the way down. Because the, the, the 
um, the airport is on the top of the mountain, mm -hmm. and so the way to transport yourself down is you take a teleferico, and it costs you 50 cents of a dollar. How, how long does it take? It takes you like some 10 to 20 minutes to get down. It's amazingly clean. You wouldn't believe you are in Bolivia. So it goes through the entire city to take you down the hill. Is that the only way there? Well, you can take a taxi, but at night you can't take buses because they, they don't have buses per se. They, they, I never saw a big bus in Bolivia like we have them here. They only have mini buses that go all over the place. Right. And the big buses, they use them from province to province. Like I took a big bus from La Paz to Lake Titicaca. How long did that travel take? That took exactly an hour and a half to get there by bus. And is that the southeast-west of La Paz? That is going south. <laughs> but anyway, so La Paz is huge, and, and no matter where you are, whether you are at the high part of La Paz or the low part, you can always see the peaks of the Ilimani. And this is the most dry city. So I say, well, how do you guys get water? Well, they get the snow from the peaks, and that's how they give water to everyone. Right, the snow melt. The snow melt. And it doesn't even, it doesn't even melt because it's such high altitude. So the, 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 the main core of the city is full of, um, of uh, how do you call that era? It's a Spanish-style old colonial, colonial-style buildings that are so, so richly beautiful. But people don't care for those things nowadays because they forget about culture. The masses of people don't care about that. And they don't have a, an institution that takes care of the architectural but it's also Heritage. a really, really, really poor country. It is very poor, but not La Paz. La Paz was rich. Remember, Bolivia was the richest nation in Latin America before. Right. Because from La Paz, we went to, a, uh, to, the, to the tallest city in Latin America called Potosí. The reason it's called Potosí is because there is a mountain there called Potosí. That mountain is so beautiful undescribably beautiful and when the Spaniards were going around conquering and robbing and sacking they got to Potosí and they saw there was silver mm -hmm. so what they did they grabbed the masses of Indian people because remember more than a million and, Indians were killed in Potosí but and I'll like to native you how indigenous people native indig indigenous people in the 1600s, in the 1500s. So they arrived there and they opened, and that's the highest city in all Latin America. Right. I mean, significantly more higher than uh, La Paz. So over there, I'll tell you about Potosí, but over there it's so high that you're sleeping, right? And you need to turn to the other side. You, you just start breathing. I'm so tired. Just by turning from one side of the bed to the other. Because of the altitude. And because of like, the altitude. Like at night, I got up to go to the bathroom. Oh boy. But did it you was get, so much hard work. Did you get altitude sickness? Not at all. 
Hmm. I didn't get any altitude sickness. I loved it. And I walked everywhere. And so what I would do, because I wanted to see everything, I would just stop, take a deep breath, and keep on going. You know, And I was dressed like if I was in New York, with a long jacket, with boots, with a hat, with gloves. And then I was walking so much, I had to take it off. Right. And it's all uphill. Right. So Potosi has an interesting place, which is now a museum. This interesting place was built by slaves, and the slaves were the Indians. And the Spaniards built what it's called La Casa de la Moneda. What does that mean? The house of the coin. Mm -hmm. And that is where they made the very first coins ever made in Latin America. Mm. So they show you how they made them. They showed you um, how the fire that they needed for melting the silver was run by mules. How they had hundreds of mules and mules would only last two years. Hmm. And um, it is an incredibly beautiful building. It's mostly like a, like a, like a, it's a fortress. Mm-hmm. It's a fortress with incredible amounts of rooms. It's like, it's a huge factory, but built with stone and bricks. And it's still standing there strong. And Bolivia has earthquakes. Who maintains it? The government, because now it's a museum and everybody pays to go in. But it's almost like, it was almost like a fort. It, it is in reality a fort. Mm-hmm. So they take you around and they show you. And there is, one, there is one section there where they show you all the things they did with that silver, including the luxurious uh, purses, the woman of the age wore made out of silver because there was so much silver, there was silver for everything. And they were sending that silver to Spain. Hmm. But Spain used all that silver for wars. Right. And so, um, and remember, they had, they, so they built all that cities made out of stones. There was plenty of stones. But Santa Cruz, which is down, is made out of wood and 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 stones from the river and sand from the river, but up in the mountain is a different kind of stone. Well, anyway, it's a fascinating place. Potosí is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Is that where the lake was? Oh, no, that's Lake Titicaca is in a totally different, totally different place. And how far of a bus ride is that? Oh, forget it. I didn't take buses. I didn't, I don't, I don't want to sit in buses for 12, 16 hours. I took airplanes everywhere. Yeah. My sister insisted that we take a, play, uh, a bus at 10 o'clock at night and that we arrive to the ne- next city we were going to at 8 o'clock in the morning. I said, no, I'm getting a plane. Yeah. I took a plane because why? She said, oh, they're very luxurious, very beautiful. I don't care how luxurious, how beautiful, how nothing. I want comfort and I want to be relaxed when I'm traveling. So um, then we went to the L and there was a ton of things to do in Potosí. And uh, I wanted to go to villages of in Indians, but those villages are gone because now they have adopted modern way of living. But for example... But also the government's kind of forced them to become more modern. 
No. Yeah, but yeah, because they they, the Bolivian government did make them assimilate to society. That's what happened with most of the indigenous people in South. Uh, well, they still live in adobe houses, and they still um they maintain the way they, like the way they live. For example, I took a bus from Sucre to Potosí. And so it was a local bus, which mm -hmm. I loved. And, and so they're making all these stops in the way. And all of a sudden you see a, this young girl come in with this kid or two kids. This young girl could not, she could be the most 18. Because mm -hmm. you can see in the freshness, you can see the freshness of their skin, you know, in, yeah. in their faces. And um, the good thing is that they come in and they sell you bags of yama meat. Mm -hmm. with potato, one egg, and their special corn. They have a special L Llama corn. meat, yeah. Yeah, that they eat. And so it costs a dollar and ten cents. It's the most exquisite thing. Who wants to go to eat a, to a restaurant when you have yama meat? It's yama meat uh, that's been dried. Mm -hmm. then, so it's like a jerky? Jerky, exactly. Yama jerky. Delicious. Then the, the corn was even better. Oh my God, how delicious. One egg and small potatoes. Three small potatoes for a dollar ten. Yeah. And you eat such a whole good meal. What kind of potatoes? Are they like Andes potatoes? Or Andes they, potatoes. Like the black ones? Yeah, or no, they were white. The white ones? Good, and peeled and everything was exquisite food. So, um, so that's what you eat because they come quickly, they sell. And so... Um, so, yeah, I wanted to go to all those um, tribes, but I couldn't mm -hmm. because I went, but I, I really did, I really could not go to those remote places. To go to those remote places, I really have to rent a car. Well, the, a lot of the, depends which tribes you want to go to, right? Because if you want to go to the tribes that are within the Amazon region, you have to go by boat. Okay, now, I've been to that region too last time. And that's a supremely interesting place because the Jesuits were there mm -hmm. and they went and they founded incredible towns. The churches are beautiful and then all the churches are surrounded by colonial houses made with that thick, beautiful wood from the Amazons. It is absolutely breathtaking, so beautiful. However, I didn't have a good time. Why not? Because of the amount of mosquitoes you open your mouth and the mosquitoes literally what time of year did you go though i went in their summer so it was hot it was hot but i sh but um you should have gone in the rainy season i should have gone in their winter but if you go in the rainy season then you're always gonna be wet you're always gonna be humid I know. so it's either or you get the mosquitoes or you get the heat i know and, <laughs> i mean the wetness and you know that the jesuits in those towns um they taught the Indians to play musical instruments. Mm. So they have not abandoned that good practice to this age. 400 years have passed and they continue to do it. So when you get to those towns, all the kids in the schools, they play violin, flute, guitar. So they always have concerts in those towns. Do you feel like the, the indigenous population uh, in that region have have they mixed a lot with the Spanish or do they still look like indigenous no, they people? They stay within the, they stay within themselves. They No, I mean like but over time in the last 400 years since the Spanish Spaniards came, they didn't like like the the 
Because you can tell the indigenous population looks different than Bolivia like has a very to this day a very marked division of class, mm. and the people who consider themselves I don't consider them I talk to everybody the people who consider themselves poor Indian and they don't want like to mingle with the richer people right and for example. Um, well, I was going to tell you a story, but I really would don't have time for that. But anyway, going back to... Give um, as much time as you want, though. We went to, uh, we went to El Salar de Uyuni. Mm -hmm. El Salar is, is uh, when the earth was forming, there was an ocean on top of Bolivia on those mountains. But the mountains started rising, 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 rising to the Andes. And so the ocean dried up. Right. And so now they have a, an, an area as huge as as all Orange County and Los Angeles together of it's all salt. It's the hugest desert. And that desert is full of super interesting things. And remember Bolivia was Inca land and the Incas were everywhere. So we went to the most remote of remote places. Now if I'm gonna do it again, I only go with people I know. I only go with people I know so I can plan ahead because we went to this place. I don't remember the name, so it's very hard to remember. I went to this place where the Incas lived on the mountain. And so what they did, they divided the land very well done. Mm -hmm. They would measure and make a perfect square. And they would make fences out of stones. So everywhere you go, you have a perfect square made out of stone, a stone fence that comes up to your hip. And in there, they would do their agriculture. They would plant their quinoa, their corn, and they would have their llamas. But there was, there's such an interesting place. It's now within that salar de Uyuni, within that ocean of salt, there is in the middle of it, a big volcano beautiful beautiful I have no words to express how beautiful so we went up the mountain and uh, I wanted to climb all the way to the crater but mm -hmm. I had no time plus if you're gonna go to that crater you better start early around 7 o'clock we went around 830 so um, I wanted to so you went you you didn't start early enough. I didn't start early enough because I was with tourists from in a tour. Mm. They give you a big Toyota uh, Ford Runner, a big Toyota where six people. And so I had to go according to the tour that was planned for us. But if I go again, now I can plan my own tour because now I know what's happening and I will not go with people I don't know because I don't want to do what they want to do. I want to do what I want to do. And what I wanted to do was to climb to the crater. Yeah. And to go into that crater, you have to pay $50. I'll gladly pay for it. But you have to start early at 7 o'clock in the morning and because you can't go fast. You just need it's, to breathe. The altitude? The altitude. Did you take coca leaves? I I didn't buy coca leaves, but one of the guys that was there from Ecuador, uh -huh. he bought coca leaves. 
So he was chewing and I said, can I have some? Because I know that coca leaf is to chew and help you with the symptoms. Forget it. I chewed for 20 minutes and I said, hey, I chewed enough. He said, keep on chewing. I said, but there's nothing left. Keep on chewing. And I did. So I did for half an hour. I said, this is not doing anything. Forget it. This is not doing anything. So I spit it out. And so um, anyway, I couldn't get to the crater, but I went to, with my sister, we went to a cave that has six mummies. And they have not touched it. Miraculously, wait, wait. the people of the area have not destroyed this cave, which was just recently found. It had six mummified it's, bodies and, in, inside it? Yes, plus all the offerings that they put right next to the bodies. So, Everything is in situ. They have not moved the mummies. They are as they as, as they were found. So does a guide take you there and shine a flashlight a, and show you? Yeah, a guide takes you in there. An Indian man takes you in there and he shows you and he tells you everything. It was a cave that was covered. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's really, it really is some, some stones together. And nobody knew all these years until they discovered it. You can see it in the internet now. Mm -hmm. So it's fascinating because it's a mother with two kids. What was the cave called? I forget. I don't remember the name of the camp, but if you go to Google and you go Salar de Uyuni Momias. Can you spell Uyuni? Uyuni. U-Y-U-N-I. Uyuni. 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 Salar de Uyuni. So they take you there, and that was fascinating. And then you can see the landscape and how the whole mountain was divided by the Indians. I kept on looking at that. I said, how can it be possible? Wow, it took them thousands of years to do this. No, you can do all that division of land within one or two years because all you have to do is pick up the rocks because the rocks were thrown by the volcano. So there's a ton of raw material. Yeah. And they used to make houses out of stone like you have seen in Machu Picchu. But you also you have to remember that they were, they started becoming an agriculture community so they had the time to also develop it because exactly. the food was right there. I know. There were no schools, no universities, no, no nothing. It was all about survival. And, yeah. and, and I mean, everywhere you go in Bolivia, there is remote Inca uh, peoples all over. They lived all over. It was Inca land. Right. It is full of llamas everywhere. So beautiful. What about the alpacas? And alpacas also. Did you see so alpacas? The wild. I saw alpacas. Any wild herds or no? Uh, I asked. I asked the guide, "Are these wild?" He he goes, "No, somebody always owns them. They let them loose." Yeah. And it's so cute because they put all these uh, lovely cotton things around the ears. Oh really? As like so, a tag. So, and as a tag, so now you know who's who's Yama. <laughs> But they're so beautiful, but be, beware, don't get close to them because they will spit you. You know that, right? Only the un... See, I want to get a llama, but only the ones that are not uh, basically trained will spit. So like, if, if, you, if you raise one from a baby and it's well-mannered, it won't spit at you anymore. 
So the oh. wild ones, it's like a get out of my face. But sort of the thing. yamas are too big. It's better to get the. I don't know why. You know what a vicuña is? No. A vicuña is a pygmy yama. Pygmy yama. Yeah, they're so cute. They're this tall. So that's what I would like to get, but they're becoming extinct. Mm. And I don't know what the Bolivian government is doing and the Peruvian government to bring the population up. Well, they probably aren't doing much because that, it's not a... I don't understand because those are so cute. So yeah, that was... But that it's, was, it's distinctly a llama. It's not an alpaca or a subspecies of alpaca. It's as like a subspecies of alpaca. Huh. They're, just, they're, just, they're just small, vicuña. So yeah, that was an interesting trip, super interesting. Now, remember. Uh, and I also went to the Lake Titicaca. Yeah. yeah. And I stayed at, at at the town of Copacabana. Um, the town of Copacabana was not nice, except for, not nice at all. Okay, forget it. But there were, there were, two things that were interesting, actually three. First of all, the most beautiful church I have ever seen is in Copacabana. Yeah. I had seen photographs of it. I said, how beautiful. And you cannot take pictures inside. So you better take a good look. And it's big. So make sure you go all over. It's well worth it to go. The second thing, the market is interesting. Okay. Super interesting. And uh, then, of course, the, the trip on the catamaran to Isla del Sol, the island of the sun, that was so interesting too. Super interesting. I made the mistake of not going to the island of the moon because you can go to the island of the sun and island of the moon, but I didn't have time. But even if I had time, I was too exhausted. Now, remember I was telling you that the peoples don't mingle? Yeah. I wanted someone to wash my hair. I just, I just wanted someone to wash my hair and to, to blow dry my hair. I couldn't find a single place. So I went around asking that I'll just go to the market. I, I don't care. Yeah. I wanted someone to wash my hair. So I get to a place and this woman, an Indian woman with her two braids, because the majority of the people walk around with the two braids, she looked at me like, lady, are you crazy? I am not going to wash. She looked at me like that. Yeah. I am not going to wash the hair for you. This is a place for us Indians. Anyway, when but I But did she know you were not Boliviano? Oh, big time because I don't have an accent. Yeah. And so anyway, um, she says, come later. Because what she was busy doing was braiding another Indian. Yeah. But it was so filthy, dirty, that I said, impossible impossible I'm coming back so I went to the hotel and I showered and then if I wanted my hair washed I could do it in La Paz and that's what I did I went to La Paz and I had my hair washed for five dollars and blow-dried for five dollars and I had a great time so she looked at you she knew you weren't Boliviano but she still she said like Ooh. she looked at me like what are you doing here I said, all I want is someone to wash my hair. I said, do you wash hair? Yes, but right now I'm busy doing this, like mm. avoiding me. like. And, but that's okay, I understood, because they don't mingle much. Of course, yeah. So, um, but, but it makes but sense, right? I respect them a lot. 
because they they keep their traditions they they keep their traditions so yeah that was it but uh, Copacabana the town forget it ugly no yeah. not worth it but just to go see the church oh yes so go or don't go I went in, I stayed in the best hotel the best hotel was a hundred and ten dollars a night did you and Lily stay in the same room yeah precious hotel that was the best thing I did because it's full of junky places where you can't sleep because there's so much tourism especially Europeans and they all want to go to the island of the sun which I did that too and my and the, in the morning when all those boats are leaving woof, you can see like a thousand people out there really? and they're all sleeping in the little town what's in the island then the island is fascinating why it's fascinating because it is an it, the Lake Titicaca is sweet water. In that island, there is a big mountain, tall big mountain like it's a big cone. Right. It's not a volcano. Guess what? What? They the Incas made some stairs that are still there. God only knows when they made them. You know how many people have gone up and down? Millions. And those stairs are in perfect shape, no disrepair. Hmm? Yeah. The Incas knew how to make steps. But what I really want to tell you is that to go from one side of the island to the other, you have to go up the stairs and go up the mountain to get to the other side. And there's a fountain of water. There is an eye of water gushing. And they say that that water is sacred. Who says? The Incas. They would say that that water, how can you have a, uh, an eye, a, a water hole? Mm -hmm. in, you are in the lake. Mm -hmm. And in the lake, there's an island. And in that island, there is a, a cone, a mountain. And in that mountain, there is water gushing out. Hmm. So everybody takes a bottle to drink it's water. It's fresh water? Super fresh, not contaminated. Are the boats uh, gas-powered or human-powered? No, they're diesel. Uh, so it's that oil. sucks. Yeah. So yeah, that was interesting. That was, I, did, I was very exhausted because I didn't give myself a chance to rest. Yeah, you, you did because there a was lot of things way, in 14 days. So much to do. Because I didn't go to Bolivia to rest. Right. I went to know and see everything. Yeah. I went to know and see everything. But I'm going back. I'm going back because it's not enough. Two trips is not enough. I'm going to do my third. What are you going to do next? My next trip, I'm going to go down to the Amazons again, but to another area. You should go deep this time. Get a local guide. You can go deep and you can live with them uh, no, for a week. I know. I No, I don't. I know. Not yeah. in the Amazons because I can live in the mountains. No mosquitoes. Fresh air. Cold. Crispy. Fun. But you like... But no, the Amazons will kill me because I can't stand the mosquitoes. You, mosquitoes in Costa Rica are nothing compared. Nothing. And I just don't want to deal with mosquitoes. I've had to deal with them all my life. I'm not going to... Forget it. But I'm going to this this uh, sp special area that Lady told me. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, she described for me, so in November I'm going to go back. So on the way to the mountains, did you go down that road? 
Oh, I went to so many roads. Oh, by the way. What? They believe in, in strikes because Evo Morales, the president they have, taught them to do strikes. Before Evo, they never did <laughs> the amount of strikes. So wherever you go, they think they have the right for strikes. So here I am going from one town to the other yeah. in a taxi. And all of a sudden he goes, I can't go anymore. Why not? And he had charged me ahead and he knew that there was a strike. So he charged me full price and he only gave me half a trip. Did They're very haggle? tricky. Never pay them ahead of time. Never, never. Yeah. Never. Well, that's something you should know completely when you travel anywhere. I was very dumb. I was very did, dumb. Did Levy pay ahead of time too? Yeah. But now, now, now I know, especially there. Yeah. You always have to ask how much is it, and when you give them a, a, a money, you yeah. tell them, I'm giving you 20, so that they don't say, oh, you gave me, you know. Yeah, haven't checked the bills. You haven't checked, and this is your change, because you only gave me this much. No, I gave you this much, and the change is this much. Wait, you were giving them dollars? I know, I gave them Bolivianos, their money. So when you're talking about it's $20 or yeah. $110 a yeah. night, is for it example, dollars or Bolivianos? For example, I, I, let's say something cost five Bolivianos, but I only had a 20. So they say, oh no, you didn't give me a 20, you gave me a 10. So they cheat me 10 Bolivianos. Yeah. So that's why you look at them in the eye and you say, I'm going to give you 20. So And you give me back. You already tell them. Right. So that they know that you're not a fool and that you won't be robbed. You won't allow them to rob you. So they even did that to Lily? Of course. But she's from because, Bolivia. Yes. She no, sounds Lili, like Bolivian. Lily doesn't look Bolivian and she's not from Bolivia because Lily is not Bolivian looking. Yeah, but she speaks like she is. Kind no, of. She, she has, has a little, a little accent. A little accent. That she's but acquired still, over time. But yeah, but they but they, they catch her good. Catch hmm. her good, yeah. Okay, so you you know how you wanted to hike up to that crater? Remember when, you, when I was a child, you used to tell me how you climbed up a volcano mm -hmm. and you fell into the crater? Mm -hmm. You tell that story? Well, no, that's Irasu Volcano. Irasu? When I was a child, well, I wasn't a child. I was 15 years old, and uh, we went to the volcano. And I wanted to go down the crater. Don't worry, the crater was not flaming with right, fire. Right, it's not, not active. Not it's active. It's inactive. However, I dashed down like it was the biggest thing of my life. And I'm glad I did. I don't regret <laughs> it. <laughs> but coming up, I couldn't go up. I thought you got stuck down there. I got stuck. You know why? Why? Because every time I attempt to go up, I slide down. Yeah. And I keep on sliding. And I keep on attempting. So it took me a long time. I really had to... Oh, oh the... go turn off the... What? <laughs> I left the, the stove on, dummy. Oh, you did? Oh. What are you making? What are you making? I'm making squash. I was, I was making squash. Super cooked now. All right, let's get back. <laughs> the squash is... Uh... Overly it's, cooked, so I'm gonna cook because now it has no nutritional value. I mean, I'll just—I have more. I cook more. Well, so I—I I was—I uh, was trying to go up the crater, and I, it took me a long time. I mean, I even used my nails to get up. Yeah. My nails—I would <laughs> dig in the sand, and in force, I went up little, yeah. and I made it out. How long did it take? 
I don't remember now. I mean, it's been a long time. Which which volcano is this? Irasu. No, but where is it? In Cartago. Uh, so the, it has two cones. One cone that has a lagoon. I couldn't go there. And another cone that is flat on the bottom. Oh, I thought the and, one you went to had the lagoon. And you no, went into oh, the water. Cause when, when, no, when I'm I, not that dumb. When I was a kid, I thought you fell into the water. Because oh. we were hiking the craters, and there was a lake there, and you said you fell into no, the water. No, no, because I maybe you I, maybe I didn't tell you right, or you misunderstood. Maybe I didn't tell you right, because it has two craters. One with the lagoon, and one without the lagoon. I went, obviously, to the one that doesn't have water. I ain't no no dummy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So and I didn't go alone. I get I went with my friend Terry. Uh-huh. So that's the story. So I know you're getting tired of talking. Uh what memory do you cherish most from like your entire life? Oh, so many. I just have so many. Pick pick one. Well, when I went when I hiked the tallest mountain of Costa Rica, it was so breathtakingly beautiful. Well, that's one of my 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 most cherished um memories i want to go back to the tallest mountain mount chiripo but i went on my own with some friends and i almost died of cold at night because i did not have the right clothing because being from costa rica how could i find the right clothing i mean but i went with whatever i had and i withstood <laughs> i withstood uh two nights there or really? they, yeah two nights or maybe one night how old are you I was in, I was like 24, and I, but this is unbelievable is what I be, did. But so if you were 24, did you, had you already been to Miami by then? Uh, yes. And you had come back to Costa Rica? Yeah. So let me tell you that I did swim in that lake. The, on top of that mountain? Nobody does that. I did it. Why'd you do I that? I put my bait because I had to. But, and you were freezing because, though. Because, no, it, during the day it was not freezing. So mm-hmm. it was just the lake and the, and the cosmos. You look up and there's the sky. And so I put my bathing suit on in that lake and I went in. Yeah. It was great. It was the, the most liberating, beautiful thing I've ever done. And after that, you just, the peak is right there. I, the lake is where the peak is. Uh-huh. I went out and I went, signed my name, and then I took back. There's a, a went back to camp and uh, went. Sign your name where? Uh, there's a, a a book there where you sign your name. That you know, it's a log. So you log in your name. Do you remember anybody else who had signed their name? No, I just I went with a friend of mine, and uh, with two friends of mine. Uh, I remember I almost died because I was so dumb. Well, not dumb. It's just I didn't have the information. I didn't carry water with me. Can you believe? Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> and so we left at five o'clock in the morning. To the top. To the top for them. For at three o'clock, I was ready to die. So for I was so dehydrated because I didn't take water with me. For eight eight hours, nine hours, you didn't have any water. No. The whole time. No. And you didn't drink from and the streams. There were no streams on the way, but when I got to camp, I drank a lot, and but. But I had no idea. What about your friends? They didn't have any water. They either. didn't have water either. <laughs> but is that hi- why you always have hired, water now? We hired a man with a horse to take all our belongings. Uh-huh. So all I had was my backpack with my money. 
maybe I had some water because I, I, you would, ha you had I, that, I had something. You had to have something. Yeah. So I remember I had to cook at night and I cooked some lentils and then we, we had some jello. What did you cook with? Uh, we borrowed a pot from the park guards. But you just cooked on like a fire? Yeah. Or? In the morning we had oatmeal <laughs> and then we, I went, we went to the lake. And, and See, I wasn't that dehydrated. Then we went to the lake. And, and to get to the lake, there's a place called Valley of the Rabbits. Yeah. And the Valley of the Rabbits was so beautiful. Did you see rabbits? Not one. <laughs> what kind of name but is that? I know. What kind of name is that? That's what I said. Where's the rabbits? Yeah. But the name was beautiful. And then I, I then at midday, let's go. Of course, going down, we dashed. Yeah. Because... We left like around 12 o'clock uh -huh. and I didn't want to get there dark, oh, down the hill dark. Right. So that was the big <laughs> adventure. All right, you're done. I think you're, I'm done. I'm going to go eat. You're yeah. antsy. Ah. All right. If, okay. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yeah. Was that fun? Super fun. <laughs> All righty.